guys. Welcome back to Game Dream Podcast. This episode is going to be about gaming under quarantine. Uh, this is Erica, as you should know by now, and I'm joined by my co-host. The most wonderful and duly noted John. I like that introduction. <laughs> we are also joined by some guests this week. This is Kay Purcell. I am lead editor at Gaming Trend and still obsessed with Animal Crossing. And my name is David Lee. I am an occasional contributor to Gaming Trend. Awesome, awesome. So let's just get right into it and go into Game On. Game On! Now, Animal Crossing. I think we've talked about this game every single episode. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. The entire world is talking about Animal Crossing. Like, we all joked when all of the different games started changing their release dates. We're like, LOL, everyone's changing their release dates so as to not compete with Animal Crossing. But it is true. Little did we know. (laughs) We had no idea the force this was going to be. It's crazy. I mean, Doom changed the release dates at certain locations just so that there wouldn't be so many people coming in and getting both of the games at the same time or whatever. Uh, It is taking the world by storm, especially with the quarantine and everything going on. And I don't know if you heard, but uh, for launch month, Animal Crossing has now outsold every Mario and Zelda game. The only games that have beaten it are Smash. Yeah, that face, John. That's my shit. Blasphemy. Blasphemy. (laughs) It's not, though. It is not. (laughs) It's Um, facts. You know, I bet there's people, well, it's only beating the records because everyone's staying home, blah, blah, blah. But you know what? I'm not going to put that in consideration. This is a great game. Even without the quarantine going on, I think this game would have definitely beat the games. Eventually, maybe later on. But same is same. I It's a great game. Uh, you don't even have to be an Animal Crossing fan to get into it. It is so different and so diverse. It's really, personally, I find the best one out of all of them so far. I will say I do think that quarantine did a whole lot to help this game. Um, It provides social and happy and escape and wholesome when we most need it. Even the Queer Eye guys. Did you hear about this? No. Bobby from Queer Eye is like, show me pictures of your Animal Crossing home and I'll give you design tips. That's amazing. It does not surprise me, though. (laughs) I love all of them. That's amazing. Uh, Speaking (laughs) of Animal Crossing, I actually came across a video on that where uh, since E3 is canceled, someone turned their island into E3. Yes, I've seen that. I've seen E3 and I've seen Momocon. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And I went on Turnip Exchange and because I love Turnip Exchange. Shout out to those guys. Donate your money if you can. Love them. By the way, if you want Moni on, I know the community manager for Turnip Exchange and she's amazing. I'm smelling insider trading. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's a great website. You can go there. Uh to see if people have DIYs that you need, see other people's turnip prices. It's a great community. But the other day I was on there and someone made a Momocon island and they're like, everyone's free to come. Just come over, come over with your outfits. Let's just have a convention online. And I thought that was super adorable. It's great that so many conventions are trying different platforms to reach the community. There's a bunch of other big name conventions that are doing online conventions or at least showcasing the vendors that were supposed to come this year and saying, hey, I know that we're not open, but please check out these vendors who are, you know, essentially struggling during all this. Because that's what, that is what is essentially what's going on. I have so many friends who are vendors and sellers and they are struggling. So if you know any independent artists, you know, help them out, whatever you can. 
or same thing like the independent, the artist that goes to the cons and all that. If you can, send us an email so that way we can actually like, help get their name out so they can yes. get their artwork out. Well, I and totally also agree. from the more of the organizational side, a lot of these conventions, um, you know, they've already put down payments. They can get some of it back. But most conventions, I don't know if you know this, make most of their money off of con merch. Yes. So a lot of them have already ordered their merch, right? Everything has already been printed. So they're selling them online as like memorial. And anything you can do to help that out will actually help that convention be more likely to come back next year because conventions make up to 50% of their money off of retail um, of just t-shirts and swag from the booth. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, the more you know. <laughs> Rainbow. <laughs> uh, but I know that Kate and I have talked about Animal Crossing. We love Animal Crossing. But we haven't talked about Stardew Valley. And I've played it. I stopped playing it for a while. But it is a good game. Uh, it is very intense. It's not as relaxing as Animal Crossing. <laughs> it can be. Mm-hmm. But it never is. I don't understand people who play Stardew Valley and are like, stopping to like decorate and like smell the roses there's too much work to be done there There is is. so so stardew is a problem (laughs) what is it with all of you with these games that are like real no no wait hold on hold on let me me, no stardew is not real life (laughs) yeah let, let me set up let me set the scene here okay i have known david for three years four years now sir we're we're pushing some time and he has put up with my bullshit with all of my casual games for a long time. We we come together on Final Fantasy, right? But like this is Mr. Diablo. This is Mr. Doom. This is Mr. Dark Souls. This is Overwatch. Oh my god, why can't people play more like the pros, right? Like I mean, I don't agree on Overwatch, but all the other games sounds great. I, I've heard of Overwatch. <laughs> I don't play Overwatch for Overwatch. I play Overwatch to talk trash. Like, I love that. I'm totally cool with that. Let's do this. Okay. This is Mr. I'm not just going to run the raid. I'm going to run the guild and have four characters in the raid while I'm playing Madden. <laughs> on another thing, right? This is a real thing. <laughs> yeah. Okay. There, were, there was a stretch where I had a guild. I was in a raid. I was running the raid, and our pulls were taking too long. So I was playing Madden. Um, I was playing my season on Madden at the same time in between pulls. Well, now that that's that's some talented multitasking there, sir. <laughs> <laughs> and, and this man has put up like I'd be like. I'm playing Graveyard Keeper again. And Graveyard Keeper is like Stardew Valley for goth kids. Okay. okay. Like you, it's, <laughs> you run a graveyard, you run a graveyard. Um, you have to like embalm or burn and cremate bodies. Um, you can actually cut out meat and sell it to townspeople as hamburgers. Like it is the most dark, awesome, this twisted is game. Crazy. I thought that's it's hamb- amazing. I thought that's a hot dog for make. Uh, basically, <laughs> basically. Rac- or more raccoon and hot dogs, though. Oh, yeah, there's some rocks. <laughs> um, so this man has put up with my obsession over various farming games for years. Well, guess what? So a friend of mine who is not a gamer is like, let's play a video game together because she finally got a uh, PlayStation 4. So I go to Kay and I go, okay, we've played hours of Overcooked. Overcooked is... The thrill is gone. We have to move on to something else. First thing out of her mouth is Stardew Valley has co-op. So I go through a list of games that she gave me, and I send Stardew to my friend, 
and she and her boyfriend start a farm and they're like, you have to come play with us. I'm like, I don't know. I've got stuff to do. There are all these other games I have to play. Final Fantasy is coming out soon. So eventually I sit down and I play with them. And Stardew becomes a problem in my life. (laughs) Because it's wake up in the morning, punch clock, harvest things on my farm, milk cows, get chicken eggs, chop down trees punch out and then go to sleep yeah like <clears throat> it's it's hard i had to stop because i'm like i can't live my life like this anymore it was like live and breathe of the stardew valley see this is why i don't play those games that y'all do at all it's too hard i'd rather just go get on there go play the last of us go beat up some zombies <laughs> them with a pipe that has scissors taped to the end of it and continue on so i can go forward and find more toilet paper but see, if you played Graveyard Keeper, you could resurrect the dead, turn them into a zombie army to do your bidding. Okay, now you have my interest. Exactly. Let's <laughs> yeah. <do> the- <laughs> and you can also run a tavern. There we That's go. So cool. Since we don't have any That's real really ones cool. right now. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> What's interesting, coming from not necessarily the hardcore gamer, but you know, I play FPSs and and Soulsborne games. Like my favorite games last year were God of War, Sekiro, um, Shadows Die Twice, and Spider Man. Um, coming from those games to Stardew, mechanically, it's a much simpler game, but in terms of logistics and organization, it is. A completely different level. Like I, I punch into Overwatch and I point the gun at the person and I shoot the person until they are dead. But I need to keep track of what's in my kegs, how long it's going to be in my kegs, what's in my casks, how long um, are those going to go, and I can't put a cask that works outside of my house, so I have to actually go into that room and I have to like plant my roots. Um, with the with the three person farm we have, they stuff me down in the mine. They're like, just go down in the mine. We'll look after the farm. We'll look after the animals. Just go to the mine. Just get out of here. So I go down. I'm I'm digging up ore, digging up coal. I didn't realize that coal would be an enormous bottleneck. If you've never played Stardew Valley before, you need, uh, you need coal and you need oak resin. Don't ask me why. Just get a lot of it. So there ain't cheat codes that we need to know. No. No. (laughs) Can you hear the min-maxer? Can you hear the min-maxer coming out? (laughs) And so my job was to provide metals for every, like, tappers and kegs and and Upgrading your weapons. Yes. Or upgrading your tools. So I put together 50 stacks of copper, iron, and gold. And I'm like, okay, everything in in this chest is what you need to upgrade your things. And then I would come back and look at the chest and there'd be like 49 gold uh, gold bars. And I'm like, who took a gold bar? Why would you take a gold? Well, we needed it to build this thing for the farm. I'm like, I guess that's okay. And so I would go to my other chest, open that up, and pull from the 128 stack of gold bars until it's 127, then go back and then put that so it was back at 50. So they were always 50, so they never thought they, what they were running out. Um, and it got bad enough where I got sick of waiting for them because, you know, uh, they both uh, – uh, one of them doesn't work from home. The other one's a teacher. And so 
I have a little bit more flexibility in my work from home, which means that often I am on calls with uh, with a client while I'm playing Stardew and try not to yell at my TV while trying to walk a client through. But so I, I start a second farm and then about a week goes by and the in-game time in my second farm has passed surpassed the in-game time from the first farm and i'm using techniques and routing and pathing from my fir- from my second farm in my first farm to make it more efficient and stardew is serious business and it's a problem so you have essentially become the ron swanson of stardew I am like doing my best. That's the, Swanson, me- that's the Swanson right there. He messages me. He's like, oh, no. I just found out that Stardew runs on my phone. Oh, yeah. Really? I might have Stardew to runs on everything. You can run Stardew on a pocket calculator if you want to. Okay, challenge yeah. accepted. <laughs> oh, no. John's going to try. <laughs> What am I gonna do? But yeah, I've got like my travel my, my travel work computer has Stardew on it, my phone has Stardew on it, my PS4 has Stardew on it, my PC has Stardew on it, and I have farms on all of them. They're not all as developed, but they're all there. Can you connect all of them together or are they separate islands or separate Unfortunately towns? no. They are okay. separate farms. Wow, that's intense. Which makes it more <laughs> problematic. Yes. Because you also have to remember what you're doing in what game. In this I couldn't game, do that. You need copper. In this game, you need coal. In this game, you need hardwood. Oh my gosh. Wow. I can't keep track of two Animal Crossing islands. That's I don't what I'm know saying. how he's doing. <laughs> OCD to the max. <laughs> oh I'm trying gosh. really, really hard not to like break out an Excel spreadsheet and graph all this. Oh my God. But like, see, I would do really that. I would have to do that because I can't even remember one thing. So, <laughs> so I'm known for making Excel sheets for um, for casual games because that's what I do. Oh, and man, I can... Pokemon spreadsheet yeah, is legendary. They auto-update. They auto-generate charts. They do math for me because... I hate math. Math is evil. Numbers are bad. I'm a writer, right? I'm dyslexic and I'm a writer. It's not good. So if I can make the machine do the math for me, excellent. But I made this guy start watching the Netflix's Voltron. Okay. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And he messages me one day and he's all like, Pidge just called you out. And I'm like, (laughs) color coded because what are we animals? And he's like, yes. (laughs) (laughs) All my spreadsheets are color coded. That's how they should be, though. If you're going to organize, you got to organize to the max. I mean, don't half-ass it. See, That's what you got to do. I'm, I'm more sadistic because I'll have, like, random things, just like new folder one, new folder two, new folder three, new folder four. Oh, God. That's horrible. Why, though? You are my spirit animal. That's... <laughs> I've been dealing with Windows for so long. <laughs> now I've, gone to, I've graduated to Linux, finally, after a while. And I... My organization system is... When I go to name a file, I just roll my face on the keyboard and hit enter. I haven't tried that yet. (laughs) Challenge accepted. (laughs) Peak organization when you open up a, like, like, uh, when I'm working on, uh, like, editing a novel or something like that, and I have a bunch of notes, and I open up the folder with all the notes in it, and it's all just a bunch of, like, random letters and, and... (laughs) numbers in sequence and you're like okay well what was where (laughs) 
Now, I know that most of us have played Stardew Valley, but John, you're into Sims. And I know that you just ran Sims on your computer so that they would be self-sufficient, but they killed themselves Uh, in seven days. Yes, I built uh, many years ago. (laughs) A torture box. (laughs) I built a computer because I had enough enough spare parts just for Sims. Okay. And so with that, of course, I dropped my character into into it. And so... Okay, given my personality things, and I realized, wow, he is just exactly like me. This is horrible. Let's see how this plays out. <laughs> you know, and then add some more characters of people I knew around there, and eventually everyone migrated to my house, and it caught fire. <laughs> but the cats survived. <laughs> see, I what I don't understand about Sims is how stuff spontaneously combusts. Like I've seen babies on fire. So like how does that happen? Because like the game do developers you just like are sadistic. That's what okay, it is. So if you like, try, it's just like in real life. Oh, the TV's broken. I'll go stick a screw screwdriver into the back of it and see what happens. Oh, the house is on fire now. There are no circuit breakers in the Sims. No, yeah. there's not. And also, oh, I remember okay. one of the, it was in Sims 1, I got, this was when I started, like, playing with stuff, and uh, there was a family in there that's a pre-rendered one called the Goth Family. Yeah, I locked him in a 4x4 room for a year. How did they survive? I don't know. <laughs> Until finally, okay, well, I'm going to un- take out the wall and let them have re- the rest of the access to the 12x12 room that's attached. Had a stove. I lined the room with couches. <laughs> okay. Oh, no. You can nope. tell who's played Sims in this conversation. Dave and I are like, oh, no. And she's like, okay, what's next? <laughs> well, either way, their cooking skills were one. <laughs> and so the fa- they go there to make their, their first meal after a year in isolation. And unfortunately, the couches caught fire one by one by one. There's no fire. There's no smoke alarms. No fire department came. The child survived. I couldn't figure out how to kill the child. John! (laughs) So when Sims 3 came out, um, I was smack in the middle of writing a comic that was um, uh, Angels, Demons type story with vampires, because it's me. It had to have vampires. And um, so when Sims 3 came out, it was the first time they had, like, pets. And one of the characters was a talking little rabbit cat thing. It's a, it's a manga type thing. And I programmed um, all the different characters from the comic into the game and kind of dropped them in to just see what would happen. And I made a cat. And in the comic, there was there's like a, a demon character who's stuck helping out everyone and hates it and is grumpy. And I programmed his big grumpy personality. And then I programmed in the, the little obnoxious cat. But there's not that much you can do with a cat, right? You do, they just kind of, I drop the cat in and then I drop in the grumpy demon. And the first thing it says is like, he wants to bully the cat. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> what? How does it know? Because all those two do in the comic is taunt each other. And the demon bullies the little obnoxious bunny talking bunny cat thing. And I'm like, it's too real. Oh, oh it's really hilarious. There's a, a YouTuber I follow called RT Game. He made, in, in Sims, he made 298 copies of Connor the Android. And, How do you... And one human... How? Named Hank. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh my god, the Connors kept dropping because he made a, uh, what is that thing, a hedge mage? He- a hedge maze in the entire house. They were dropping like flies and dying the entire way trying to get to work. <laughs> <laughs> Hank somehow oh managed gosh. to glitch out of the house and just walk down the side and made it into town. And while he's in town, the surviving Connors figured out the glitch and followed him. Everything in town was Connor. <laughs> That's terrifying. I have never met anyone who's played The Sims who didn't eventually turn at least one of their Sims families into just a torture chain. I've done that so many times. <laughs> just every single, like, the, the most adorable, innocent, like, like teenage girl. She's like, yeah, you know, I got, like, there was like a, a fight pit out in the backyard. We just threw babies in there and see what came out. <laughs> it's like, what? This is Sparta! <laughs> Are you not entertained? <laughs> Actually, a guy I met working at a charity for homeless people. We were talking to Sims. He's like, yeah, I made a swimming pool in the basement. And then I just closed all the doors and deleted the ladders and see how long they could swim. I'm like, you you just <laughs> spooned food onto this homeless person's plate. Why are you telling me this? <laughs> it, it, it vents a lot of internal steam from people. <laughs> I guess. But ooh-wee. Yeah, you learned some things about people. But also, like, uh, David just sent me, like, a meme today when someone's like, how come you play video games like a goody two-shoes, like, doing every single side quest? And it's like, cousin video games, I can help everyone. I know, it's so cute! (laughs) And then I play Fable, and it's like, I want to have the biggest horns on my head. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly! I don't know if you guys have ever heard of this video game, but it's called Viscera Cleanup Detail. Has anyone heard of this game? Not until you uh, told us about it. No. It sounds amazing. As you can imagine, whenever you're in a fight scene, whenever you're killing people, don't you think about what happens to all those dead bodies? Not really. After the massacre? I've always thought, like, who cleans this mess bad. up? They like, what happens? Does, I, I, is it I, left here? <laughs> I believe they're like Jedi, where they just, like, poof, vanish, and the clothes are left behind. I just sit around wondering, like, uh, right right there is when it went from T to M, right? I know the exact <laughs> rules around, right. like, if Splatter happens, it's T, and if Splatter sticks, it's M. This game takes place during an alien invasion. Again, there's humans killing all these aliens, aliens killing hum- humans, and your job is to be a janitor and clean up all the blood splatter, all the dead body parts, and uh, make everything habitable again. This... So, essentially, you're playing as the cleanup crew from John Wick. Yes. That is exactly what this game is. Awesome. It is It awesome. is amazing. I am actively <laughs> biting my tongue to keep from quoting clerks. Do it. Do it. Do it. <laughs> I'm supposed to be here today. <laughs> you have to quote the Holy Trilogy. Well, the Holy Duality right now until the third one comes out. Uh, but this game, it is available on Steam for only twelve ninety nine. So it is, it is a simulator game. It's, it seems pretty interesting, and it's pretty cheap just to have some fun. Oh yeah! Oh, there's Tom. Oh, there's his head. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, there's Brenda. Hi, Brenda. We're gonna throw you over here. You're worm food now. And then you just package up all the body parts and send them over to the graveyard keeper. And graveyard keeper. And then you get hot dogs. It's an excellent game. You should definitely check it out. I was looking for some more games to play during quarantine. 
uh, stumbled upon a couple games that uh, they seem very interesting. So we're going to head into Take My Money. Shut up and take my money. Now, the first game that I found was called Commander 85. I am personally buying this game. <laughs> it is on Kickstarter and it is amazing. Commander 85 is a sci-fi thriller about a seemingly ordinary birthday present that changes the lives of the main characters forever, disturbing the sleepy peace of the Chicago suburbs. However, when the military experiments get out of control and the world faces the threat of nuclear war, you won't be alone. Together with a group of friends and a crazy scientist, you'll have to try and end the Cold War. Discover the secret of the Commander computers and find out the mysterious truth behind the Roswell incident. That's fun. It is amazing, and I love the, th the fact that the Ministry and Culture of Natural Heritage of the Republic of Poland is funding this. <laughs> really? Wow. Poland? I don't know if any of you know how big the Polish game dev market is. It's crazy. It's massive. <laughs> they throw a huge party at E3 every year. Like, Poland is not messing around when it comes to game indie game dev. I mean, isn't that CD Projekt Red from Poland? Mm-hmm. This actually kind of reminds me of, um, there's a game called Crossing Souls, which is put out by Devolver Digital. And it's got that kind of, it's pixel art, it feels really throwback, and it's this, like, 80s adventure of you and your friends, like, find this cursed thing, and uh, the government's chasing after you. It's a super fun action RPG, um, which, if you don't want to wait for this one, like, you should do both, right? Uh, Crossing Souls is amazing. And they even did an 80s-style, brand-new but very throwback uh, animated opener. And it looks like Ghostbusters, like the Ghostbusters cartoon. Wait, wait. Which Ghostbusters ca cartoon? Right. <laughs> Real Ghostbusters or the Ghostbusters that had the ape? Not the ape. Oh, uh, okay. The good one. <laughs> the good one. This video game is amazing. There's a lot of throwbacks to old video games, mm -hmm. to... I mean, there's... You have to check it on in Kickstarter. It's already uh, funded. Yes, it is fully funded. So anything extra, you'll get like little extras and whatnot. Uh, so it's only 15 CAD. So that's like 10 bucks American. Oh, ooh, that's a that's a deal. <laughs> exactly. And it's cheapy, on cheapy. every it's on everything. So PC, Xbox, uh, PS4, Switch. So I'm getting it. Because you know, I'm, I've been going through the little Kickstarter page here. And it reminds me of two things. It's like someone took the Goonies and War Games and merged them together. Yeah, that is exactly what it is, though. It is yeah. war games. Yes. If we're talking about wholesome, casual indies, though, you should all also check out Calico. It's coming out soon. And you play a magical girl who runs a cat cafe. That's so cute. Not your game, John. I'm not pointing that at you. You <laughs> no, take that face back. One of the girls I went on a date with. If you said that game to me, I'd be like, that's that's the game John wants to play. That is right up his alley. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> I was literally looking at it, though. Like, I am such, like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not very good at being a traditional girl. And I'm like, this game is so cute. I just, I wish I didn't have to be a magical girl. Could I be a not magical girl running a cat cafe? <laughs> well, you have to have the magical sparklies from your fingertips like Jubilee. Sparklies. <laughs> Basically, she shoots fireworks. Hey. <laughs> yes. Have you seen Gen X? Doesn't sound like you have. No. no. <laughs> Generation X is a really horrible, made-for-TV, live-action X-Men movie. And it is so bad, you need to watch it. Okay, you've already okay. piqued my interest on that one. I'll yeah, my list exactly. Wait, to watch. Is, that, is that the one that we watched? That is the one that I forced you to Ooh. watch. Ooh. <laughs> Listen, 
there are movies that are bad. There are movies that are so bad that they're awesome. And then there are movies that are so bad that they sink below awesome. And there's just like this train wreck of things that you have to observe and can't look away from. And that's what Generation X is. Okay. Find a copy. I highly recommend it. Make sure there's a bottle of whiskey on the table when you do. Well, this sounds like a perfect date night movie. So right it's there. so it's a dumpster fire. Is that what you're saying? Ooh. It is such a dumpster fire. <laughs> Banshee has the worst accent ever, and he sleeps under a bearskin rug next to a roaring fire. Uh, another great game that I found, which is great for staying home if you're stuck at home with your family and you want to interact with them. You, that's the thing you have to interact with them. Is Lockstone Manor at Home Escape Room plus Murder Mystery Game? Now, have any of you guys played any murder mysteries? Like gone to one of those escape rooms or anything? I work retail. <laughs> what does that mean? You can still that go means and every do day things. is an escape room. Every day is a murder mystery. Yes. Yes. Okay, well, I've, I've done a couple. They're lots of fun. What this is, is you buy the digital pack, you print out everything, and then you hide the clues and evidence yourself. And then it is the job of your family to discover who murdered who, what's the case going on and everything. Now, this is the second part. Kickstarter, on Kickstarter, they're already giving away the first part of the game for free. So even if you don't want to get the second part, first one's free, you can go check it out. First one's this always sounds free. like what I do. First on one's a always free. Basis, which is what I call quarantine pub crawl. John, I think you would love like doing an escape room or something like that. It's super fun. Oh, yeah, but see, I, I, it depends on who you go with. That's true. Some people get very competitive, uh, but it only costs fifteen bucks, uh, and you get the advanced copy of the part two. Um, so everything again, all downloadable, digital, printed out, and you can have it right then there. I don't think my cats are going to help participate. <laughs> Just saying. It's me and the boys in quarantine, and I don't think the cats are um, going to find this as amusing as okay. other people's families. No, cats are, ju- it cats might, it are might just be. like lo- loaves of evil. That's all they are. <laughs> I should know. I have five. They're temperamental loaves. <laughs> five? Yes, I am the crazy cat lady in, ma- in male form. <laughs> so let's talk about what we've purchased this week. Food. Now, I <laughs> I am glad you have purchased food, John. <laughs> I I kept trying to convince myself to wait to get Final Fantasy VII Remake until the PS5 came out. But then there kept being rumors about PS5 being delayed, it not having the correct materials because, again, the pandemic's happening. So I was like, you know what, guys? Like, I'm about to buy a PS4 and buy the video game. So I bought a PS4 before I bought the video game. <laughs> the video game, uh, the the PlayStation actually came in one day. It was amazing. Like, shout out to Target. Um, and then I went on eBay. And Opposite I bought... from my experience with Target. Yes. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> Not your fault. Not your fault. I'm happy. Uh, but I went on eBay and uh, I bought the deluxe version for only, I think, 10 bucks more than retail was. So I was totally happy with that. But... It found, I found out that this person selling the game is actually a podcaster themselves. <laughs> so shout out to 80-Bit Pod Smash. Thank you for the video game. I appreciate it. <laughs> Small casting world. It is. I've met surprisingly really cool people on eBay. Uh, I've met some assholes on eBay, too, but mostly cool people. <laughs> I don't know, the last thing I bought was Micro Machines before this pandemic happened, so 
You haven't, so you haven't bought anything except for food the past week. Ammo. No. We spoke about this. He's bought ammo. I bought ammo, but I'm actually stopped on ammo right now. Good. That's great. Um, because when I got my stimulus check, I started because I started adulting. Um, yeah, I bought a lot of stocks and energy companies and oil and everything else since they're pennies I mean, on the dollar. <laughs> I guess this is the best time to buy them. I guess. Oh, that and invested more in Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies. So whenever okay. stuff starts going up, I have money. <laughs> so $1,200, that got you one one-hundredth of a Bitcoin? Continue. <laughs> well, I have Bitcoin already, but I've also invested in Ethereum and Tezos and all of those. But then... Actually, you know, like pull up my portfolio. <laughs> yes, I said a big word. Oh yeah, you just, okay, yeah. John. <laughs> uh, but Kate, but Kate, what have you bought over the past week? I bought rainbow metal boba straws, that oxidized metal amazing. boba straws, because I have been making my own bubble tea since I've been stuck what? at home. What? <laughs> you definitely need so to share fancy. the recipe with me. <laughs> and let me tell you. Red bean boba tea with a little bit of Jameson in it. Real good, y'all. Oh, you already got my real good. firing up right I know. Now. I'm like, nom, 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 nom. <laughs> David, have you gotten anything? I bought a video game. I don't know what's going on with you guys spending your money on responsible things. <laughs> I, said, I just said that I impulsively bought a system and a video game. <laughs> right. You're living your life right. Boba straws are responsible? Um... But Xbox Game Pass on PC has been a lifesaver because I've been waiting even longer for the new Streets of Rage than I have for Final Fantasy. So through that, I've been able to play Streets of Rage 4, which is a thing. Earlier today, I bought Grim Dawn, which is an ARPG uh, isometric roguelike like uh, Diablo, um, a Diablo clone that... Two of my friends have said, hey, you should play this. And I'm like, yeah, but it's an entire $25. Why would I Why would I spend $25 on a game? And they're like, just just shut up, get in here, play this game. So I buckled down, bought it today. Uh, it installed moments before I got on here. So I haven't played it yet, but I will probably pour a tall glass of whiskey and play that later on tonight. Um, and other than that, I haven't left my house since February, and I haven't ordered anything online since March, so I haven't bought a whole lot of things that aren't digital delivery video games. Wait, what month are we in now? Yeah, exactly. Uh, it's just like time. Time is time is no construct. Like, <laughs> let's let's head into Nani. Nani. <laughs> so Texas opens up, but. It doesn't really. Uh, <laughs> so our gyms are still closed. Uh, cosmetology places like hairdressers, nail places, tattoo shops, they're still closed. Arcades, recreational centers, and bars, if you want to go into one, are still closed. So what precisely? So um, Restaurants. <laughs> yes, yes, their restaurants are open. Um, essential places. So uh, I still have a broken bridge in my mouth for like, three weeks now because they said, yeah, you could only go into a dental office if it was an emergency. So, and unless you were like bleeding, had an infection or were like in extreme pain where you could not function, that's the only reason you could go get your teeth fixed. So the reason that most Americans go to the dentist. Right. <laughs> so, so 
is starting Monday. They're going to open up like dentist places for everyone to go in, get their problems fixed. Um, again, restaurants, uh, other places that they deem essential. Well, I know there's a few other bars that opened up on the first up on the north side, like Montgomery County. Um, unfortunately, a lot of them got closed down as soon as they yes. opened. Yes. <laughs> well, because so the governor of Texas. Okay, the governor of Texas and then the mayors of all the cities and then the police departments of all the cities, they have, like, nothing in common with each other. <laughs> like, the governor wants to open everything. Mayors do not want to open everything. And if they do open, they want everyone to wear masks. And if they don't wear masks, they want to find cops or straight up saying, we're not going to find people. We're not finding people, you know, whatever. Uh, so, hopefully we don't die. <laughs> See, I'm just treating this right now as, like, a game of chess. Of death chess, I guess. Yes, you let the pawns go first. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> like a couple weeks before all this started, David and I, along with Stephen and Dane, played Pandemic, and we won immediately. So yes. all I'm saying is, follow our lead. Stay inside. It's a very topical game. <laughs> yep, right. So we yeah, all this started, and literally our biggest threat came out of Asia. The Kung Flu almost did us all in, and we beat it. So follow David and I's lead. Don't go out unless you totally have to. Uh, Our death toll, if you want to call it that, was the highest the day before the, yeah, before we opened up. But one thing I have noticed, though, everyone complaining, like, oh, I have to get my nails done. I have to get my hair done. Like, I know. We are failing the apocalypse on easy mode. (laughs) No, it is like all we have to do is stay home and just like not come in contact with people and we can't even do that there are so many people i have so many friends that are essential employees and they're working retail and they're telling people you cannot come into the building without a mask on and these people are just throwing fits i i can just come in here i can we're in a pandemic i don't care if you don't believe this (laughs) then those are the people i call karen (laughs) <laughs> your grandfathers were called to war. You've been called to sit on your couch. Yes! Right. You can do it! <laughs> yes! <laughs> but because of all this is going on, uh, you know that we had the incident with our president uh, telling people in- to inject bleach into their blood and, you know, all that other goodness. Uh, and the government <laughs> tried to distract us by releasing UFO videos. <laughs> And no one is giving a fuck. <laughs> like, I just want to get that. It is we so funny. We all know UFOs exist. Yeah, there are no, reptile people. Is, They're called it Congress. Is hilarious. <laughs> it is hilarious that no one's like, wow, really? They're just like, okay, bro, but seriously, what's going on? Can you help us? We're, we're dying here. <laughs> well, we're- I grew up with the X-Files, right? Yes. I actually want to believe there was a food mart, a food lion in my hometown that got shut down, but constantly had lights on and the radar detector would go off because this is back when radar detectors were a thing. Yes. And everyone was convinced, myself included, like I was leading the charge. That this was some kind of government conspiracy, right? Like the the men in black were working out of an underground thing underneath the closed down food mart. And I'm like, get out of here with that. Oh, no, no. <laughs> See, let that us was, focus. That was the precursor, unfortunately, with the food lions to the FEMA camps. <laughs> Or whatever mm. conspiracy theory you want to go with on this one. <laughs> no, like I tell people, I said, as soon as the Pope came out and said it's okay to believe in aliens, I was like, you know what that means? That means that there's aliens. Because that man's not going to come out and tell people it's okay if it's not okay. That's yeah, that's what uh, I'm saying. Yeah. 
I mean, but, I don't. I mean, <laughs> I mean, let's be fair. Popes are into a lot of things they shouldn't be that's, into. No, but that's what I'm saying, girl. Like, if they're gonna come out and say it, hey, 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 hey I'm Catholic here. <laughs> <laughs> Like Catholic. But one thing that is kind of clear, though, if you think about it, we all went into quarantine. We all stay inside. You know why? So the government can change the batteries and all the birds. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's those darn around. 5G towers. Yes, that's it's those darn 5G that's towers. Start, that's what's starting the virus. And what's really bad is oh there has God. been at least five 5G cell towers that have been set ablaze. That is so... Yep. Why do people In the UK, think, like, they're they're burning cell phone towers. What is this? Y'all, it is not the 5G towers. The best part is that when that all started was right when Remake came out. So people were like, I can't believe Shinra would do this. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's okay. So when we were kids and we were playing Final Fantasy VII, this is like, wow, this is, this is so insane. This would never happen. Like, no way we would ever do this to our planet. And then I'm playing it now and I'm like, oh shit, this looked like, this looked like some places I've been to recently. <laughs> they right. called us out. <laughs> When when they announced the remake, like we're just a bunch of us are sitting back going, a bunch of people are going to be screaming that they want this eco political crap out of their video games and yes. why they got to make this video game po- political and we're going to be over here sipping tea like we told you this is like the most boring apocalypse ever yes. and I agree with that statement wholeheartedly. <laughs> Uh, but thank you guys so much for joining us for uh, Gaming Under Quarantine. Uh, I hope if you haven't played any of these games, you check them out. Um, again, I'm Erica. You can follow me everywhere at The Raging Erica. And this is John, and you can follow me everywhere as Dogfin Studios or on my YouTube channel as Mother Brain Gamer. Kate Fear, K A Y D M P H Y R, on Twitter. And you can find me uh, streaming Animal Crossing nightly, as well as an upcoming Final Fantasy VII stream at um, twitch.tv slash gaming trend and i am david lee you can find me lurking in the gaming trend twitch chat um, and you can find my articles on gamingtrend.com thank you again for joining us and as said earlier if you know of any struggling artists that have been affected by the pandemic please send us an email at podcast at gamingtrend.com we'll see you later